podcast number 35, August 8th, 2022. Greetings, everyone. I am Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. This podcast follows the written version of my blog with additional extemporaneous thoughts and editorials. Read one and listen to the other for a complete understanding of today's message. And today's message, three incredible words, hope, wish, dream. The 2022-23 school year is no longer in the offing. It officially arrived this week in many parts of the country. Here are some of the issues facing our children as penned by Andy Spears for the Education Report. Teachers in Columbus, Ohio are on the verge of striking for the first time in almost 50 years due to teaching conditions. Retired teachers are being asked to return to the classroom because of teacher shortage. In Des Moines, Iowa, there is a $50,000 signing bonus. In Middle Tennessee counties, there are more than a thousand teacher openings as of today, reported by Nashville's News Channel 5, Emily West reporter. Forecasting the demise of American education is a resume killer. I should know as my posts do not score in popularity. After all, why would anyone believe this great country lost its way when it comes to the education of our youth? The answer is simple. Career educators are not returning to their jobs. And low pay is only a microcosm of the problem. Here is the reality. Teachers' colleges are no longer relevant in the stark, real-world issues of teaching in today's classrooms. This reality displays daily by the lack of passion, direction, and skills absent in many of today's young educators. So check it out. Are your kids' teachers wearing clothes similar to the students? Jeans, t-shirts, multiple tattoos, piercings, personification of cool in their language and demeanor, and oh yes, by the way, they identify themselves by their special pronouns. Now, to assume they aren't great teachers would be terribly wrong. But equally wrong would be to assume that these educators have integrity. These same teachers' colleges are unable to teach classroom management and subject pedagogy because most of their professors have not spent any time in the public school system. Don't believe me? Look look up the online resumes of the education professors at your local college and university. Most of them have less than five years of public school experience, and most of that was five to 10 years ago. And need I say how much schools have changed within the last two years, let alone the last five years. Instead, these colleges insist that their teachers preach on pronouns, perceive racism and gender fluidity, socialism, and the importance of sexual identity. Public school administrators circle the wagons around themselves with the emperor's new clothes mentality. Any untenured teacher who does not agree with the emperor's agenda must be fired. And any tenured teacher who cannot conform will be bullied to leave. Such was my case. I was called to constant meetings with the principal regarding a handful of upset students I was never able to confront the students. I didn't even know what class they were in. 
And these misrepresentations were a constant flow of information that was coming into the principal's office that I could not address, let alone correct if there was truly a problem. Weak administrators allow entitled parents to swing the wrecking ball at any staff member without repercussion. Well, as you can imagine, I'm a performing arts teacher, so parents had carte blanche to attack, but I had no right to confront. Consequences for disruptive behavior in classroom discipline have been replaced with, don't you dare tell my child what to do. <laughs> Interestingly, two blogs ago, I suggested that immediate consequences should be issued in the classroom when children misbehave. I posted it on a local education site and I was attacked by parents. They went after me for not having more empathy for their children. In fact, one even said she was so grateful I was never their children's teacher. And what did they want me to do? They wanted me to investigate the root cause of the behavioral problem. When I told them that was totally impossible when you have a classroom of 30 kids and you need to get a concept taught, they asked me what my scientific data was. I told them 46 years of teaching. Thank you, parents, for making my point. Politicians have enslaved the public schools with a new world order based on race. White children are oppressors and black children are oppressed. Interestingly, today on national news, an African-American parent is suing a Texas school district for making her son explain his oppression for his ethnicity. The young man was prohibited from graduating because he would not conform to the request. Good news is he was finally allowed to graduate. And the better news is that the lawsuit is still active. Social media has usurped parents and common sense by providing an unrelenting platform for hate-filled language, bullying, and shaming. So my first word, hope. In 2019, I wrote the book, Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child, with the hope that my four points of view, students, parents, teachers, and administrators, could come together for the betterment of our children. To date, I've given away more books to struggling teachers and bewildered parents than I've sold. My fiery passion for teaching was never doused by callous administrators, caustic parents, misguided students, or unsupportive colleagues. I don't know why I can't fade into the sunset like most retired educators. So I hope you will share this blog, in this case podcast, with parents, teachers, and administrators everywhere. So what is my wish? Need an informative and perhaps even an inspirational gift for that parent, teacher, or administrator in your life? May I humbly suggest rescue the teacher, save the child. Now is a perfect time as the new school year descends upon us. Why? It is my wish that the above mentioned points of view could find relevant information to help them navigate the rough waters of today's public school's plight to survive. In fact, here's an example of one chapter well worth the read. It's chapter six in my book. It's called Teaching 1.1, and here are the points that I address. 
that one and only rule, which by the way is the word respect, it's all about that pace, which actually addresses how we teach in the classroom and how quickly we can lose kids if we don't understand pace. Classroom mismanagement. What is assertive discipline? Consequences, the ugly C word. Three warnings. Take five. Off to the office. Behavior referral. Documentation. 180 degrees in the other direction. Plans for success. Assessing the teacher assessing the student, and reflection questions. The above deals with classroom management, fair discipline, ways to create a learning environment, and utilizing the system when a child is unable to function in the classroom. The reflection questions are the same questions asked of students, parents, teachers, and administrators. These are designed for an open discussion between all four, allowing all four to walk in one another's shoes. I only wish these folks could learn from my mistakes. My 46 years as an educator were filled with excitement, joy, eventually dread, and finally disillusion. If the old me could have spoken to the young me in 1971 when I began my career, I believe my journey as a teacher would have encountered less drama and more delight. And finally, the word dream. I did have a dream. When I closed my eyes at the end of a long writing day, I envisioned myself speaking to auditoriums full of parents, teachers, and administrators. In fact, I was invited to present my book to a school district and university in Iowa. I was absolutely thrilled. Always the one to pre-plan, I wrote my script, bought my speaker outfit, purchased hundreds of postcards, several posters and support materials. But in a fog of miscommunications, the invitation was rescinded. And to this day, I can only assume my commentary appeared too conservative for a university or a school board. Thus, I stored my purchases in my garage where they lay packed away. This summer, my challenge was to clean out the storage space and give up my dream. I just can't do it. A few months ago, I heard from a former student that a school district in Ohio was using my book for a faculty in-service. I believe this dream may still find wings. So hope, wish, and dream are the vehicles in which I allow my subconscious to travel. I always preach to my students that one person really could make a difference. I hope that is still true. I wish for an opportunity to leave a legacy. I dream of America's public schools retaking their place at the top of the best of the best. Rescue the Teacher Save the Child is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It was the winner of the 2020 Top Shelf Nonfiction Book Award. Out of my book spun the idea of the Golden Rule Project. And so if you look at my blog, there is a link to find out more about the Golden Rule Project. In fact, here's even a better idea. Contact me and I will help any school board or school district implement the Golden Rule Project. And just as a review, the Golden Rule Project simply states, we treat people as we want to be treated. I hope you enjoyed my podcast and wish you the very best year as a student, parent, teacher, or administrator. 
And last, but certainly not least, don't ever give up on your dream. <laughs>